together growing in faith my dear friends i'd like us this morning to reflect on luke chapter 24 verses 13 to 35 and the essence of this reading for me talks about a community that is hurting people who are disappointed people who have lost someone people who are walking away after a great disappointment hurt and sadness you find cleopas and his companion leaving jerusalem a place of great hurt they cannot bear to stay one more night and so they leave and they go to emmaus about 11 kilometers away from jerusalem and you see this in our own lives where you reach a stage and you say this is it for me now i no longer want this where you've given too many excuses to understand but you reach a stage where you say uh-uh i don't want this this is not giving me life this is not helping me to be better and you realize that there are more times where you are sad rather than when you are happy and so it is no longer an activity of the mind but it is putting that into action it's called walking away and that's what they do they leave they walk away they walk away from the place of hurt never to return but as they walk away from the crucifixion unfortunately they also walk away from god why do i argue they walk away from god because jerusalem has the temple and the temple has the symbolism of the presence of god and how often in our lives when we are hurting we blame god where was god why did god allow this to happen and we, we we can get angry at god i've known people who hurt who are angry or disappointed who've left the church who've stopped praying who've stopped believing but at the core of this unbelief is the hurt that they are feeling and so these two people are walking away from god then there is another element that's 
speaks to me is that Jesus comes and he walks amongst them. He walks with them even though they do not recognize him. Now there are two things there for me. The first one, Jesus does not wait for them to come. No. He budges into their lives. He says, I'm not going to allow you to walk away. I'm not going to allow you to destroy your life. I want to come where it hurts the most. And he comes and he walks with them. There's something that I hope you can pick up. They've been with Jesus at least three years. And yet they cannot recognize him. Why? Sometimes we can be clouded by our pain. We can be clouded by the hurt. We can be clouded by the past experiences that we do not see the reality. Take someone who's been in an abusive relationship for years. They could be meeting someone who genuinely loves them. They will never see it because they still judge this relationship based on the experiences they had. If you go uh, to the circus, if you go to any animal where they train them, once you've conditioned the animal that with a string I can pull you, even with a finger, it will still come. If you've always walked with your horse, and it was always on a strap. You can go next to your horse. It will imagine you, you have a strap and you say, let's go. And it walks with you. If you've trained your dog, come sit. It will sit and you gave it all the eats and everything. You will still control it. And some of us continue to be prisoners of our hurt, of our pain, of our past. Even though we've walked away, the experiences remain with us. You can take me out of the township, but you can't take the township out of me. There's something else that I find interesting in the reading. He asked them, what are you discussing? What's going on? And how many of us are brave enough to ask that question? To, say, to have a, an internal auditing of one's life. To sit down and say, Tembelani, what's happening? Why are you always sad? Why are you always fighting? Why do you always want to be alone? Why do you find it difficult to be with this person? Why am I always running away from family? Why am I afraid of commitment? It's introspection. And so Jesus asked them an important question. He says, What's going on? What are you discussing? 
what is happening? There's something that we call cheap talk. You know, when somebody comes to your office, they're like, ah, how's the weather? How are they? That's cheap talk. Okay, let's get to the real business. Why are you here? But do you also know that in relationship and in marriages, some of us are still in that level of cheap talk? We are so afraid to go to the deep. We are so afraid to enter into the reality of our lives. There are certain things we have never spoken to or spoken about to our partners. And yet we are ready to tell them to a total stranger that we pay money to. Then something is rotten in the state of Denmark. If I'm prepared to share my life with you, if I'm prepared to share my body with you, and yet there's a chunk of my life that I'm not ready to share with you, but I'm ready to share with a total stranger, a therapist, then something is wrong. And so Jesus asked, what are you discussing? Now, this could be a discussion in my own mind. What is occupying my mind lately? And I I love the concept that they are open enough to say, well, you must be the only one who does not know what has happened concerning Jesus of Nazareth. And the operative word for me is presumption and we we presume the other person knows why you are upset we presume the other person knows why you are hurting we presume the other person knows why you are like this no not all the time Unless you fell in love with a mind reader. Unless your siblings are mind readers. Never presume how people know how you feel. Tell them how you feel. And so they are able to say, this is the issue. We could have a big white elephant in the room and nobody wants to acknowledge it. We're sweeping the dirt under the carpet. Unless we take the bull by its horns, we will always have a big white elephant. Then there's something that I also love that happens in this story. Jesus starts to speak to them and he opens the word. He breaks the word of God and he says to them, Oh foolish men, was it not necessary that the Christ should undergo these things? There are certain things that you have to go through. That I have to go through. 
in order for us to grow. So some of the painful experiences are not there to destroy us, but they are there to shape us, to mold us, to discover who we are. But Jesus journeys with them and they want to go inside and Jesus wants to continue. Then they say, stay with us. When you get home, uh, go to Google and Google the prayer by Padre Pio. Stay with us, Lord. It's a powerful prayer. Stay with us, Lord, for it is getting late. Stay with us, Lord, for without you, we are lost. Stay with us, Lord, for without you, I'm afraid. Stay with us. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and guide us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.